speaking to a lot of young people. There's a lot of great stories out there. And there's a lot of very interesting young people with a lot of potential. And I hope we can show this potential through this podcast now over the next um, year and the seasons that we hope to roll out with a lot of good ideas. Welcome to Include Youth's new podcast. Podcasting is an ever-growing and enjoyable way to sit back, put the headphones on and listen to whatever takes your mood. So when two staff members from Include Youth stepped up and said we'd like to start our very own podcast to highlight the experiences of the young people on our programmes, the work Include Youth carries out and the issues facing young, car-experienced people, the simple answer was, why not? On this, the very first podcast by Include Youth, we'll be talking to Ronan Boyle, a senior youth worker with Include Youth, and Nal Cook, our EBE, or Expert by Experience Coordinator, and finding out where the idea came from, where they want to take it, and also finding out about National Car Leavers Week. So let's get on with it. I'm David Kennedy, and I'll be speaking to Ronan and Nal. Hi guys. Tell me about the work you do at Include Youth. Hello, uh, I'm Niall Cook. I run the Learning for Action programme and coordinator, coordinate our EBEs, who are experts by experience. Hello, I'm Ronan Boyle, and I am the senior youth worker for a project within Include Youth called the Give and Take Project. Um, I work with young people in care, and we run an employability programme that has a youth work approach. I'll start with you, Ronan. What does Give and Take do within Include Youth? Tell me about Include Youth's ethos and where the Give and Take programme came from. So the Give and Take would be one of the main programmes within Include Youth. Um, originally we were a programme that would have worked in partnership with the Trust, the 16 plus pathway team. Um, what would happen would we would work with young people from 16 to 21 years of age uh, that are in the care system and we would have been worked by our, our work would have been done by a referral. So there would have been a referral form co- coming from the 16 plus. If they identified a young person within the care system that really struggled with mainstream education. So young people, like there's hundreds of different issues why young people can't learn the same way as other young people. So it was really down to how they learn. So if young person can't cope with mainstream class of 30, if you have a class of 30 and everyone's meant to be taught at the same level and go at the same pace, it doesn't, it's not, no, it doesn't work for everyone. So we would get young people that um, maybe didn't have great experience with education and we would have a tailored, we would tailor a program to suit their needs. So it would be like a person-centered approach we would take. Um, we would use relationship building uh, as a key factor. So we would take that youth work approach where we would meet the young person on a one-to-one, build up a relationship, try and uh, build up the trust so the young person then can thrive and work uh, the best that suits their ability and interests. And within the give and take scheme, we have employability, we have personal development, and we have, of course, the educational elements that you have spoken about. In terms of the personal development element, describe a week within give and take. So... That's the, the we have a small caseload, so you're talking about young. We would work with like 12 young people at any one time, it can go over, but the reason we do that is so we can focus on each individual. Now, the way we are unique is that we would do we would work on their strengths and their interests. Um, for example, if somebody came to us and they're really interested in tattooing or music or barbering, we would we would use that as the vehicle 
and then around that, then we would obviously add the essential skills that they would need to, um, that they maybe did not get in mainstream education. A lot of them maybe feel they're not up to being able to do um, maths, English, and ICT. Um, so we're there to, to help, encourage them, build their self-esteem, build their, you know, get them a, the, a situation where they can actually do this work. And what we do is we have the right tutors that come in, tutors that sort of that are trained to work with young people that maybe struggle um, with with education. And we work at their pace. So we give them the time and the space to figure things out. Um, and then alongside that, then it's obviously the youth work approach. It is the a lot of personal development, a lot of practical and emotional support, uh, looking where they are in their lives, um, help them with that. We work, as I say, in partnership with the 16 plus pathway team. So a lot of the work we do is through, as alongside them. So we're, we're very supportive of that. And, Yes, uh, employability is one of the key themes. So it's not that we get get young people a job per se. What we would do is uh, build on their employability, so transferable skills, um, maths, English, ICT, work experience, work tasters. So what we're trying to do is maybe you can look at us as maybe a run on the ladder and we're trying to help this young person move up to the next step. So we're building their confidence, their self-esteem, and their skills so they can take the next step towards um, employ being employed. It sounds like an excellent wraparound experience for young people entering the programme. Moving on, the way, the way in which young people progress through that programme, there are some, and I look to yourself now, in terms of the expert by experience model that includes youth utilises, there are young people who want to give back who want to use their experience uh, with give and take, and a largely positive one, and give back to other young people in their situation. Uh, so um, I run the Learn for Action program. Um, I work with young people, mostly who have gone through the give and take program, um, and we're looking to utilize them out the other side. So we're calling them EBEs, who have that lived experience, experts by experience. Um, EBEs are unique young people. Um, they have that lived experience and who have the capacity to support other young people to lead and be heard. That's kind of the ethos of the Learning for Action program. Um, the aim of the program is to help REBs to uh, lead, design, um, help other young people um, at a localised level. So well, lots of um, social action events, fundraising, um, uh, volunteering, uh, really helping out in their own communities. Um, because they have so much experience, because they've been through it, because they've seen it all, it's kind of teaching them to teach other young people how to also lead and how to get through things. Um, it can also set them on a certain direction. So a lot of the young people coming to me as EBEs also want to give back. So like they may want to be youth workers. So we do an OCN and youth work, kind of get them on the first step um, and also point them in the direction of following that dream because a lot of young people in care always say that it would have been great if the people and their support networks were care experienced and knew what they were going through. So that's kind of the aim of the programme, is to, um, I suppose, pay it forward. You can find Include Youth across various social media platforms. Our main sites are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube, and that covers the work that Include Youth uh, do with our young people and, of course, our policy work. It covers our Give and Take programme, Strive programme, our Mental Work Plus programme and all the work our tutors do. But all of a sudden, the idea for a podcast emerged. You two guys were behind the idea. Now, 
Where did the idea come from? Well, I think it's in the, the fibre of the Include Youth ethos is participating and giving young people a voice. Um, and in the current climate and social media and all the different platforms, podcasts has become really, really popular. And it's, it's so handy. It's to your phone. It's on your computer. It's accessible everywhere at all times. So it seemed like a no-brainer to give young people a voice, to actually do a podcast, get young people in, speak to them, hear their stories, hear where they had their successes, hear where their failures are, hear how they got through it, and then pass on knowledge and information. And Ronan, in terms of the podcast idea, the genesis of it from the first episode onwards, where do you want it to go? Key for me was that it was accessible to young people, that we wanted the like young people to listen to the podcast. And for example, if we talk about a young person that went through the care system and came out of the other side <clears throat> successfully, it would be good for a young person that's in that situation that can listen and maybe be inspired and uh, supported. Do you know, so the main reason we, like Niall works in the same building as I do, so, you know, we, we, we work, uh, we would see each other a lot during the week. And Niall used to work on the Give and Take program. So, it was conversations over, probably over the summer, wouldn't it have been? We were talking over the summer and we were just saying that this the main media outlet at the minute, that seems, especially during COVID, is the podcast and a lot of people are listening to it. So, we thought, wouldn't it be great if we had a, like, and we have a studio here in Oma, um, and I know that we're, we cover the whole of the North and Donegal. Wouldn't it be great to launch it and then see where it goes? And hopefully our ultimate goal would be that every area would do the pod and would have hosts maybe in each area. But ultimately, wouldn't it be great if we had a young person hosting a podcast? So that would be the end goal if we could... And, and the other thing, it covers a lot of stuff that we do, include youth. For example, we we do, as I say, tours or work, uh, taster days and stuff like that. And there's a lot of transferable skills that happen when you're you're doing podcasts. You know, it's interview skills and just loads of transferable stuff that we thought would be valuable for our groups to utilize. And that's just before we talk about how we can get a good positive word out there um, and how we maybe in the future could bring in People of influence within uh, include you from outside include you related to young people, people in government, people in sports, people you know that have care experience, and hopefully it can grow from there. So we're at the real initial stage now, and we don't know where it can go, but with high hopes. Um, also, to part of the Learning for Action program is young people. Uh, influencing policy so also giving them this voice getting them in possibly hosting shows um, getting MLAs in asking about the issues within their own communities and uh, areas and then giving it out to a wide, wider audience is is, is, a, is a big aspect of the Learning for Action programme and this is why this podcast makes a lot of sense And where will you find this podcast? Hopefully all the platforms where you can get all this podcast the, uh, Spotify um iTunes, all the all all of all of the, the normal platforms, and then all the social media outlets like you're talking Facebook and Twitter and, and Instagram. There'll be links on on that to uh, get it out. We are launching this podcast as part of National Car Leavers Week. 
What is that week about and how does it affect included youth and the work carried out? Uh, it's a very apt week to put it out. Um, National Care Leavers Week is an opportunity to showcase and celebrate the successes of care leavers um, across Northern Ireland and the UK. It's a chance to inspire them um, and hope that they achieve their full potential. Um, and I think putting out this podcast in the minute ties in very nicely with um, a lot of the issues that we're feeding back to the expert panel on education around educational underachievement. Um, myself and uh, all the um, staff that include youth have been interviewing young people and finding out about their issues um, and their issues with education and the problems um, they struggled in school. It seems every young person has their own personal school story. They do. Um, and some of them are quite tough um, and sometimes you know they've been uh, stigmatized by being a care person um, a lot of people feel that they're feel more pressure because they were in care there was more focus on them um, a lot of the time it made them angry frustrated and then um, this added the a bad experience in school which led the other you know issues down the line so it all starts um, a transitioning from um, maybe a happy home to care whilst being in school is a traumatic experience on its own, never mind um, all the issues of being a teenager or a young person going to school in a secure, protected family. Um, so I think it's a great time to release it. It's a great time to hear these stories. I think it's a great time um, that we gather these, we put them out. We have put a, a response back to the uh, expert panel and it's a chance then for the podcast to get more of these stories out to a wider audience. And turning to yourself, Ronan, the podcast is part of National Care Leavers Week. There is so much we can look at. The impact of the care system, where the care system is at, how it can help young people, and young people's first-hand experience of it. Yes, that's, that's one of the key areas. I think that the, the first-hand experience of young people is key, and it's very relevant to Care Leavers Week. So I'm glad that we're actually launching it um, for Care Leavers Week. This is our first-ever podcast. So we're setting the scene for you, the listener. We will have plenty coming down the line for you. Is there anything, Niall or Ronan, that you would like to add? Um, I think at the minute, even through all the give and take programmes and the start programmes that we have going on, include youth in the minute, and speaking to a lot of young people, there's a lot of great stories out there. And there's a lot of very interesting young people with a lot of potential. And I hope we can show this potential through this podcast now over the next um, year and the seasons that we hope to roll out. We have a lot of good ideas and it's getting them down and getting them in and getting it out as soon as possible. Well, that's the first one over. We'd love to find out what you think. Even better than that, we'd love you to spread the word that Include Youth are now podcasting on Spotify and ask friends and family to follow. Keep up to date with all that's going on with Include Youth on our social media streams on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can let us know through any of our platforms what you thought, or indeed if you have anything that you might want to hear covered that the guys have talked about today, send us a direct message. One last thing to do before we sign off is that we'd like to take this opportunity to thank Omi Community House for the use of their studio, helping us to bring more of Include Youth's valuable work straight to you. <laughs>